Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. I'm so excited as usual and I am still saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost and I am enjoying my life with Jesus. On this Tell It Like It Is Tuesday, I would like to title this Love Lifted Me. And in this podcast, I would like to introduce myself to some and reintroduce myself to others so you all will know the person behind the podcast. First, my name is Takia Lynette Wally. Again, I am saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. I am a single mom of three. I am an educator. I teach at an alternative school with great from grades from grade six through grade twelve, and I really love my job. Uh, I'm going to take it back a little farther. I was born and raised in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. My two parents are both saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, and they raised me from birth in the ways of holiness. My dad is a bishop. He is also a pastor. My mother, of course, she's the elect lady, and she is a missionary, and she holds many other titles. I moved to the South, moved to Mississippi when I was 16 years old during my junior year of high school. Take it back again. Uh, I received the Holy Ghost, you all, when I was around 11. I believe it was 11 years old when I received the Holy Ghost. And I also was baptized in Jesus' name around that same time. Again, when I moved to the South, when I was 16 years old, I really start to distance myself from the Lord. Some people call it backslid. I backslid in my heart away from the church because a lot of people on here know that even if you choose, even if you choose that you don't want to be saved no more and you grew up in holiness and your parents are holiness. Oh no, you still going to church, (laughs) but, uh, the church is not in you at this point when your heart, you know, when your heart, when your heart is not in it. So that's what happened when I moved to the South. Like, I really was like, oh, no, I do not want to be here. And so I stopped my my daily devotion with God. I stopped, like, communicating with him intimately on a daily basis. I stopped, like, reading my word on a daily basis. You know, I just stopped the things that I used to do to keep me strong in the Lord and to keep me uh, excited about God and excited about my life with him. I stopped doing those things. And again, that caused me to backslide in my heart, in my mind, away from God. And so in that time era, uh, in high school, uh, I was in a backslidden state while I was here uh, in Mississippi in high school. And I was very disobedient to my parents. And uh, of course, that led me to be disobedient to God because disobedient to parents is disobedient to God. And I did some things that I'm not proud to say, you know, while um, I was in high school. And so I continued that trend. I went to college and me and God still wasn't close. 
because I really, again, hated the fact that I was in Mississippi. My dad had already prepared us that we was going to move Mississippi. He told us that God had called him, you know, down to Mississippi to pastor a church. But I was like, you know, I wasn't feeling it. And so anyway, um, during high school and during my time, uh, part of my time, or most of my time <laughs> in college, I was still in a backslidden state. And during the time that I was in college, I had two of my children, two of my children out of wedlock in college. I met a young man that was not in the church that probably don't really know a lot about holiness. Um, and I met him and now we had three beautiful children together. But, um, while I was in college, I had two of my children. And so then I had my last one once I had graduated from college, but that's how I'm a single mom of three. And I would like to make it clear that when you step away from God and you disobey God and you have sex outside of marriage, that is a sin. Uh, no matter what people say and how they try to sugarcoat it and how people try to make it make it seem so beautiful of you having a baby without being married, that is not honorable because God said that, you know, fornication, he said flee fornication. So fornication is a sin. Fornication can keep you from going to heaven. And fornication, again, is sex uh, without outside of marriage. You're having sex with someone that is not your husband or that is not your wife. That is fornication. That is a sin against God. And you all, at any time, like God could allow the devil to destroy me because I knew better. I knew that uh, this was a sin, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to live my life. I don't even care. Like I said, and when you stop seeking God, you open yourself up um, for those, that disobedient spirit. You open yourself up for destruction. You open yourself up to be used by the devil. And that is what he was doing because in a process of me, um, having sex because my children is a blessing from God. Like they are truly a blessing from God. And when I started to have my children, that is, I started to think, really start to think like, wait a minute, Takiyah, you have to be example to your children. And so, um, I came to God first cause I wanted to be saved. And secondly, because I wanted to live a holy life before them. And I didn't never want them to call me a hypocrite. And I never wanted to be a hypocrite cause either I was going to live for the devil or I was going to live for God. Like, um, during this time, uh, when I was in college and I was in a backseat state, I was not singing on a choir. I was, I didn't hold any office in the church. Um, I, I just basically just sat there like set in church, but look, because of course, uh, the pastor can't kick me out because it's God's church. So I was there, but my, my heart and my mind really wasn't there. But even though that was the case, that word still, I can still hear the word sometimes in my sleep or, uh, when I was other places in a word, the word that he would preach, what would, would it, I would regurgitate it. it. It would come back to my mind and it start to convict me after a while. And, and I came back to um, who I was in Christ. But um, the point is uh, when you uh, are having sex outside of marriage, that's the sin. The baby is not the sin. Uh, you having sex with someone that is not your husband, that is dishonorable to God. And when I really came to myself and realized 
man, you are dishonoring. I'm dishonoring the Lord, even though I was in a committed relationship with the father. Uh, it God don't recognize what we call just a committed relationship if it's not our husband. So it doesn't matter. Um, if it's not your husband, it's a sin. It's dishonorable to God. And when I really came to myself, I really cried out. I mean, literally tears coming down my eyes because I'm like, Lord, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for disobeying you. I'm so sorry for like, uh, like the like the image that it gave my parents and my parents raised me in the ways of holiness. They was examples before me and it was not their fault that I had walked away from the Lord. It was my fault and my bad decisions. But a lot of times when you are in um, leadership positions, sometimes people will say that you was the cause of your children going astray when that was not even the case. And I'm like, Lord, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It didn't stop the work of God, but I don't like the image that it gave, like that people tried to portray, um, that people tried to put on my parents because of what I was doing. And that was really hurtful. Um, so when you making your decisions, that's a nugget. When you making your decisions and they're against God, you need to be thinking about more than yourself. First of all, I mean, you need to be thinking about like yourself making may can go to hell but uh second of all you need to think about how it affects your children uh your future children because like now that i'm thinking about it like they don't deserve to grow up in a single parent home um because of the decisions that i made god always you know his his will from the beginning was for children to have you know like both parents you know to be raised with both parents if that's um if that's possible and so we don't want to make decisions where our children are forced to be in a single parent home, like, or, or it's our fault. But anyway, um, that really hurt, you know, that I did those things. And so, um, I decided to start this I Am Worth It singles ministry because, uh, first of all, my youngest is 13, my oldest is 18, my son that's in the middle is 15, and I came back to the Lord uh, about 12 years ago, and I decided to start this ministry because a lot of times when you have been out in the world and you knew better, or even if you didn't know better, Satan would try to like bombard your mind and be like, you don't deserve, um, you don't deserve to have a holy husband or like, you don't deserve this kind of life or this kind of lifestyle. Um, but God would speak to God spoke to me and said, you know, I'm still married to you because when you see the Holy ghost, like you and the Lord are connected. And, you know, it's a spiritual type of marriage and it's with the whole church. But however, it's like, I'm still, you know, I'm still married to you. I still love you. And so I was like, now, Lord, I hear what you're saying. So that is why those 12 years ago, you all, I decided when the Lord had spoke to me and told me um, that he still loved me and he wanted me back and he was going to use me for his glory. And he told me a lot of different things and showed me visions of how he was going to use me. Um, then one day I decided, you know what? I heard the word of God being preached. I was like, dude, or however I said it, I can't remember exactly, but I was like, we can no longer be together. We can no longer be together because you don't want to be saved. 
I don't know if I told him you don't want to be saved, but I did tell him we cannot be together, you know, anymore. My reasoning was because he didn't want to be saved. And just because I wanted to give my life to the Lord, that don't mean that he did. And that's fine. But I know that, you know, that where God was taking me and I knew I wanted to be married and I knew I wanted to marry a holy man that I had to separate from him because he wasn't about that life. And that's okay. I mean, that is, I mean, it's not really okay because if he don't get saved, then he won't go to heaven, but that's his decision. So I don't, I'm don't fault him for that, but I did go to him and we separated because I chose to follow the Lord and, you know, he wanted to live a separate life. And so a lot of times, you know, with that, even with that, the devil would speak and be like, nobody else is going to want to marry you because you have three children. Like, who's going to want to like marry someone, you know, like that? And so it was like, it was like a lot of, uh, a lot of negative negativity going on. But I didn't care what Satan was saying because I'm like, even if I have to be single for the rest of my life, at least I'm pleasing God. At least I have my sanity. At least I'm at peace. At least I have joy because when I was in a relationship with him, I didn't have peace. I didn't have joy. There was some good times, but I didn't have joy. I didn't feel fulfilled, but now that I'm with Jesus, like I live this fulfilled life and I love it. And so even back then when I made that decision, it was like, kind of like jumping out the window. Like it was like taking a leap of faith. It's like jumping out the window. You got fire behind you and you got a lot of floors down where you jumping out, like a lot of floors, you know? But it's like, I'd rather jump out the window than to get burnt up in here. <laughs> so I took that leap of faith. And right now I can truly say that I have no regrets for leaving the relationship. I have zero, zero, zero regrets, y'all, for leaving that relationship. And so that is why I really, another um, a reason why I really decided to start I Am Worth It Ministry. First of all, when um some years out after I came back to the Lord, the Lord began to speak to me and he gave me that, that title, I Am Worth It. Uh, I Am Worth It. And I was like, oh, wow. And then I started writing. And so what you're seeing today is like years in the making of me talking to the Lord, asking him like how to go about doing this and even him making me and, and strengthening me and giving me wisdom in that time. And so that's why he allowed me to birth it in this season. Um, also, uh, I, I chose to start this ministry because I have the experience to do it and I have the anointing to do it and don't get so caught or or just caught on the word anointing and don't understand what it means that means I have God's approval he approved me to do this and so that's why uh I'm encouraged by what I do he encourages me because I know he approved of me to do this. And somebody that's listening on here, he called me to do this just for you. And so that's why I do this. Because I have God's go ahead. I have God's approval, which is his anointing and the experience to do it. 
because a lot of people be saying, oh, the Lord is a keeper. The Lord is a keeper and they married. Okay. Or they'll say the Lord is a keeper and they still out here having sex. I'm trying to tell y'all when I say God is a keeper, he will keep your body. He will keep your mind. He will keep your soul. I've been practicing this abstinence journey, abstinence journey for over 12 years now. And, and, and I, I did not, or I never had to use a um, vibrator. I think that's what you call it. I never had to use that. I never had to practice self-sex. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but those things was not in my, um, not those things I didn't have a problem with because that was never something that I was attracted to because I'm like, like, why in the world? Because that's still a sin. So, I'm not about to sin with doing sex to myself, so. Let's just take it and run with that. But however, but anyway, um, why I decided to name this particular podcast, Love Lifted Me, even though this is about my life, because love did lift me. Like when I was in that backsliding state and I walked away from my teaching, I walked away from what I knew was right, because my parents trained me in a way of holiness, but that don't. Just because they trained me don't mean that that might have was right. And when I say that, like I found out for myself that them training me in the ways of holiness was right. I researched it for myself. So I'm saying that I don't follow my parents just because they told me holiness is right. I follow my parents and I obey what my parents are saying because when I researched in the Bible, it said, be ye holy for I am holy. Be holy in all manner of conversation. And that's all my conduct. And then it say holiness without no man shall see the Lord. I research these scriptures for myself. A highway shall be there and a way. And it shall be called the way of holiness. If y'all want to search those scriptures, it's in there. There's only one way and that's the way of holiness. Because God is holy and he wants his people, his church to be holy. And so the way that they raised me. I, I'm so thankful that they raised me in that way. And that's why when I got my mind right, when I came to myself, I came back to what I knew what was right. I began to serve in the church. Uh, now I do have different positions in the church. I'm a missionary. I'm a Sunday school teacher. I sing on a choir. Um, man, I help out with so many. I help out on the kitchen committee. I help out on a cleaning committee. Uh, I help out on the pastor and wife appreciation committee. Anything that I can find my hands to do, I'm doing it. So, you all. Anyway, why I do what I do and why I go hard for Jesus is because love lifted me, okay? When nothing else could help, love lifted me. And my pastor, Bishop Wally, preached, I never, I never knew a love like this before. And I promise you I didn't because when I was in bondage when i had backslid and i was in bondage i could hear the lord telling me oh glory to god takia come on takia come on i love you i love you come home and like i said before even he, he just kept saying this to me i will help you 
I will help you. I will bless you. Just come on home. Come out of this. Leave him. You got to give it all up for me. And after a while of hearing this repeatedly and then going to church and hearing that word, even though, like I told y'all again, I was not an active participant in church because I knew I was in sin and I didn't want to be a hypocrite. I just sat there. But that word, that word, it was sinking. It was getting in. And so I, I, I was like, Lord, I will come back. And in the fullness of time of me leaving him, God blessed me. He, oh Lord, the Lord have been blessed me. He blessed me. When I decided to leave him and truly leave him, like just not physically leave him, but mentally, emotionally, every other way, leave him, God began to bless me so much, y'all. In that time frame, God blessed me with a good job, a career job. Because I told y'all I'm an educator now, but I held other positions before that, which was good jobs. And then um, he blessed me to purchase my own home. I'm a single mom of three. He blessed me to purchase my own home. Be it known that I do not, I sporadically get child support, like very sporadically. I mean, like less than five times a year, probably not even two times a year. (laughs) So I... That that money, the the money that I used to purchase this home was not based on no type of child support, okay? It was based on the Lord favor in my life and my job, okay? So he blessed me to purchase my own home. And then three years ago, almost three years ago in May, he purchased me, he blessed me to purchase a brand new SUV, y'all. And the Lord has been blessing my life. He's been keeping me, y'all. And I'm telling you, in that time frame, I have not had any boyfriends. This is over 12 years. And people be thinking that I'm sad about it. Like, I'm not sad because in that time, the Lord has shown me my purpose. I'm working in my purpose. I live a fulfilled life. Um, I told y'all I was active in the church. I'm active at my job. I'm active in my children's lives. And so, hey, life is great. So I'm living a holy and pure life. Again, life is great. And God told me, like, when we was talking, well, we, when me and the Lord was, I was having a conversation, I was like, Lord, the next person I date, I want that to be my husband. I do not want to go on any other dates until it is my husband and the lord has granted that to me and so that is why i'm not mad i'm not out here going on dates with with several people no the next person that i date in court is going to be my husband so in that time i've been perfecting myself in god perfecting myself in all other areas of my life so when me and my husband do get married I am a ready woman. Like, I'm not just saying I'm a ready woman, but I have the 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 life, the wisdom, the experience to prove that I am a ready woman. And so that's what God had been doing for me in my time of singleness. And so, again, uh, love lifted me out of the pit of hell. And the scripture, it's a scripture in Luke 7. It started at the 36th verse, it go to verse 50, but when I think of myself and like 
I hate to say like how I sinned against God and how he forgave me for so much. That's why I love him so much. And people can't shut my mouth and people can't quench my excitement because I know where the Lord had brought me from. I know what he saved me from. This scripture really speaks to me. So I'm going to read like a little bit of the ending of it. Again, it's Luke seven thirty six through 50. Wherefore, I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, thy sins are forgiven. And they sat at meat with him, begin to say within themselves, who is this that forgiveth sins also? And he said to the woman, thy faith have saved thee. Go in peace. So y'all, the Lord forgave me. And again, that is why I love him so much. It say her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much. That's why. So again, when y'all seeing me going hard for Jesus, when y'all see me talking about Jesus, when y'all see me living for Jesus, it's because I love Jesus. He did not have to forgive me of my sins, especially when I knew what I was doing. Like, I didn't know I was like bringing a blemish on holiness or not. You know what I'm saying? Because holiness is forever going to be right. Nobody can put a blemish on it. So I'm going to say... I don't like for people to say that holiness is weak because of what other people do. Holiness is not weak. If I would have followed the process, if I would have obeyed God, if I would have obeyed the scriptures, I wouldn't have backslid. But it was me that walked away from holiness that caused me to sin against God. But since he forgave me, I repented and he forgave me. I love him so much. It's like, Lord, I'm here. Use me as you please. However you want to use me, use me, Lord. I'm available to you. And that is why when it say present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, that's just my reasonable service. That's just the least I can do is live a holy life. Like, no, I'm not about to be having sex with men before i'm married no lord lord please keep me like that is my goal that is like no and so i live the type of life where i'm like certain men i do not talk to i don't have i don't have those long drawn out conversations with men that i already know is not my spouse not even they're not even husband material why am i about to waste my time so i'm telling y'all i love god so much that i can see sin coming I can see sin coming from way far off. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not even about to get caught off guard up in this because like I really love God. And so it's not worth me settling for a one night stand when I know this man is not my husband. I'm not about to settle for that because, no, I'm going to wait on my husband. And when the time is right, the Lord is going to make it happen. So that's why I love him like I do. I will witness. I will do whatever I can. I will serve people. I'm going to serve God by serving people. Lord, help me just to be used for your glory. And that is my prayer. 
Lord, use me for your glory because the devil, I allow him to use me too many years of my life to keep my mouth shut and be a punk when I get on the Lord's side. Ain't no way. No, I was bold in the world. I'm going to be bold for Christ and I'm going to represent Christ. We are his ambassadors. Ambassadors do not shut up. Ambassadors represent God with their life and in word okay both and a witness witnesses represent with their life and in what they say of course we're going to come against what culture say is right but god don't have no punks we are bold soldiers in the lord and we must stand on god's holy word and so just regardless of the fact that i was once a sinner i once backslid i still I knew it was wrong and I never said backsliding against God was right. I never said that having sex before marriage is right. It's not right. It's wrong. And so I'm going to get back to the part where I started on worth it again because... Even though these things are wrong, when you come back to God sincerely and repent, God will restore you. God will still use you because I always thinking about think about the uh, story they say with the twenty dollar bill. You can crumble up a twenty twenty dollar bill. You can stump on a twenty dollar bill, but at the end of the day, I still want that twenty dollar bill because it's still worth twenty dollars. But we are worth so much more to God. We may have been dirty by sin, but when you come back to God and repent. He will forgive you. He will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You are a new creature. And so you are worth all, you are worth it. Jesus, he died for your sins. So it, it past sins, whatever sins, your right now sins, he have died for those. So you, if you repent, he will forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. But do we make it a habit of sinning? No. Why? Because we love God. So we're going to do everything we can to stay away from sin. But in that process, you got to know that you are worth it. You are worth, even if you have children out of wedlock, you are worth marrying a holy man of God. If you have changed your life, you have came back to God, you have allowed him to cleanse you, you are worth a holy man of God. You do not have to settle for an unsaved man just because you sinned. Yes, you sinned. But if you come back and you accept God back in your life and you start to live a righteous life, you are worth having a holy husband. You are worth, even if you don't want a husband, live a joyful life. He's, the Bible said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He do not want you to be depressed and sad and Ugh, no, you are worth it. He died again so you can live that abundant life, that fulfilled life. So do not let yourself, people, or anything discourage you. You are worth it. You need to live your life for God. Live the purpose that he created you for because each one of us have a specific purpose that God created us for or we would not be here. We, he didn't create you to just take up space. You are so valuable to him that it's something that only you can do at this set period of time on this earth. And you need to do it. You are worth it. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. Every way that you are, your personality, 
your uh your skin color, the way, the shape that he made you, whatever uh blemishes you might have on your face, moles, whatever. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. You are you are marvelous. So whatever, however, know that you are worth it, okay? You are you are worth it. So don't let a man dog you out. Keep your body because you are his child. You are royalty. When you receive salvation, according to Acts 2.38, that makes you royalty. So you do not have to settle for just anybody. No matter what you have done, when you come to God, again, you don't have to settle for just anybody. You are worth it. So live that life. Live it more abundantly. And I would like to end this podcast again by saying, love lifted me. Let God's love lift you up. Because that's how you know that you're worth it. Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. No matter what a human say, that don't make you worth it. It's what Jesus did on the cross for each and every one of us that make us worth it all. Okay? It makes us worth it all. So you be encouraged. Again, let his love lift you up. Tune out everything that's negative and let his love lift you up. I pray that someone was blessed from this podcast. And again, in your spare time, feel free to read Luke 7, 36 through 50. It's a really awesome story. But when nothing else could help, glory to God, love lifted me. Everyone have a blessed night. This is Holy Lady T checking out. Peace.